Hey everyone, welcome out to The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky, episode 301. And I'll tell you what we're going to talk about here in a second uh, before we start everything. But first, a little quick shout out um, to those who sponsor the show. Now we have multiple sponsors, but the big two we want to really uh, go out of our way and say thanks to is uh, Packrat Comics. Go to packratcomics.com, a local family uh comic shop all your games comics t-shirts you name it anything geeky they have it there um again that's packratcomics.com and they're also the home of a the good the bad and geeky live which our next show is uh august 20th and then uh october 8th and september 3rd uh those shows start at 7 p.m so come on out and uh also a big shout out to Audible. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash goodbadgeeky. Over 200,000 titles to choose from and you get uh, an audiobook out of that as well. And if you don't like it, that's okay as well because you know what? You get to keep the book so um, you can just kind of nibble on it a little bit. Like if you're like me, um, you listen to podcasts and your audiobooks while you drive. Um, it's a great way to to just plow through books. Uh, matter of fact, I uh, my favorite book from them is Steve Martin, Born Standing Up, which is fantastic because he's always kind of said, hey, I'm never going to perform this stuff again. And then he actually reperforms some of his own stuff. Um, so it's really cool. Now, um, we have some other sponsors too, but check out our show notes on gbgpodcast.com for more information. And also, just an FYI, uh, leave us a review on iTunes. Leave us a review on iTunes. That helps us. Um, and, or if you just want to email us, goodbaggeeky at gmail.com or tweet us, goodbaggeeky is the username. All right, uh, we have a special guest with us today. Um, he's a one of my co-stars on the It's All Been Done Radio Hour, which you can find at itsallbeendoneradiohour.com. And... Uh, he is also, am I saying this right, Static Copy Island. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, uh, they have two videos on their YouTube channel right now that are absolutely phenomenal. Thank you. Um, uh, one of them, I remember the name of, it's called Loser, right? That's right. Right, and it's really funny. Matter of fact, I'll post it in the show notes uh, just just in case out there, even though we don't, even though uh, we might not mention it on the show, because we're going to talk about Ghostbusting. That's Ghostbusters, right. that's right. That's the right. new movie starring Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig, Kate McKinnon, Leslie Jones, Chris Hemsworth, Neil Casey and directed by Paul Feig. Um, and just FYI, uh, when we do It's All Been Done, um, one of the great things is you play Lieutenant Commander Meow Meow and I'm uh, Captain Kake. And what's always really fun is uh, we will usually... Um, why I'm actually I think I'm the worst contender really anymore these days um, is you and I will sit there and just kind of joke around with stuff mm-hmm. for the show or, oh, or yeah. just talk about all kinds of fun stuff and um, I remember we talked about Ghostbusters for a long time right. um, amongst other other things but the Ghostbusters always kind of prevent we always talk about it a lot um, so um, we're going to talk about it here in just a second um, but uh, anything oh uh, would you like to officially plug anything else while you're at it or like maybe the website or what, what words do you search for in YouTube to find Static Copy Island. Yeah, so uh, as of right now, um, just uh, go to YouTube, search Static Copy Island, three mm-hmm. separate words, and uh, our logo is like a blue, kind of a palm tree silhouette. Yes. Um, unfortunately, as I found out, you need 100 subscribers to change yes. your URL. So uh, if you're listening, go there, and even if you don't like it, please subscribe to us, and, uh, you know, <laughs> that'll help you, us. But you will not you will not regret it if you do, because the two videos you guys have on there, you and, and your partner Cody, 
are phenomenal. Well, thank you. Uh, phenomenal. They're really funny. Uh, Loser in particular, um, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I feel really, this is a horrible confession to make on the show. <laughs> I didn't see the first one. Like, I remember re- I, I saw it. I think yeah. I posted it on my own timeline on Facebook <laughs> kind of as a reminder. Mm-hmm. Watch this. I never watched it. And so I subscribed <laughs> yeah. to your well, thing. thank you for that. You're welcome. And I subscribed. And I'll have a link to the show notes on how you can subscribe, listeners. Yeah. But I then went back and, and watched <laughs> it. And it was really funny. I was like, oh, this is so yes. great. Yeah, so um, so uh, check out Shane and Cody's uh, YouTube channel, Static Copy Island. Uh, search those keywords spoiler alert static copy island mm-hmm. subscribe if you want to know how subscribing you're lazy like me just check out our show notes at gbgpodcast.com all right so we're going to talk about yes i was just gonna say uh well yes. before before we dive into it yes we are going to be talking about the movie so there oh, will yes. be spoilers yes that's a good so, <laughs> so you know if you haven't seen the movie yet maybe wait until you see the movie to listen to it or if you don't care you know about what? spoilers then some people gonna die <laughs> we are gonna yes, yes. <laughs> with movie with ghosts some people gonna die actually mm-hmm. but anyway yeah. uh, here's the theme song episode 301 of the good the bad and the geeky Welcome out to episode 301 of The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky. And uh, today's episode is its a few weeks late by the time this goes up, but Ghostbusters has been out by this point for a few weeks. Don't know if it's, going, if it's a, officially a hit yet or not. For those who don't know, it's not allowed to be released in China because apparently ghosts are bad there and you can't. And that's a big thing. Apparently Warcraft 2 is probably going to come out. Um, but uh, I see no need for it to come out, but apparently it was a huge hit in China, which that's a big deal is there. And um, yeah, so yeah, but Shane is uh, is going to talk to me about or with me about it. Not, you're not going to just tell me I'm just about it. talk at you. You're going to talk at me. You stop talking and I'll just say everything. <laughs> there just you go. nod. Just nod and smile. Yeah. Nod and smile. And Perfect for a podcast. There, there you go. Yeah. Which, um, <laughs> which is funny because if you listen to some episodes where it's just me, that's exactly what it feels <laughs> like. Uh, man. But um, no, so I saw it the well, not the day it opened, but the day after it opened, like Friday morning. What yeah, I saw it Sunday, the, su- the Sunday that after. it opened. And uh, just to throw out there for those who might be living in a under a rock, mm-hmm. this movie had a lot of vile towards it. Yes. Um, so it was an all-female, well, the four leading mm-hmm. uh, were females, which obviously uh, drew, just drew a lot of... Ire on the internet, um, yes. which unfairly so, 
you know, there's the I whole agree. there's the whole thing about oh, you're ruining my childhood, kind of a thing. Like, okay, let's, you know, I'm I'm against I'm against certain remakes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't think you should remake things with CGI in particular. That's that's more of a sticking point for me. The reason one of the reasons I loved the original Ghostbusters so much was because they used practical effects, which to be fair was. You know, kind really of the had. only thing they had at the <laughs> time, but I still think the effects hold up pretty well. Um, oh yeah, when you go back and watch it. Um, but I will say that I'm I was surprised and pleasantly so uh, after mm-hmm. seeing the CGI in this movie. It was really good. Now, now did you see 3D? Did you see it in 3D? I, I did not see it in 3D. I generally like to see it in 2D, um, just to. Well, usually big movies, if they have IMAX, which if you, in, in our area of Columbus, Ohio, um, Ultra Screen is not officially IMAX branded, but sometimes that will be the alternative where they will actually, sh- even though it might be actually in IMAX 3D, mm-hmm. the Ultra Screen where there's a better deal, it's cheaper, right. we'll get the surround sound version of it. Every once yeah. in a while, they'll still do 3D. We saw Ghostbusters in 3D, um, and I usually don't, like, it's just, it, it's just the spectacle yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. I've kind of given up. You know what I mean? I've given up the fight. Kind right. of the, they, they won. You know, I'll gladly... Yeah. yeah, whatever. I... There was a few moments that the 3D was actually... Okay. I mean, I, I could it's think back. There's, there's a couple times where stuff comes at the screen. Yeah, so. and I was not expecting it to be... And it's when I realized, too, that when we saw it, they had the black bars, mm-hmm. so it did make it come out like stuff was coming uh-huh. at you. And usually they don't do that. Usually, right. like they go the full ratio in the theater. Right. Yeah. And no, this was, uh, and it didn't feel gimmicky bad. Um, I was talking to to Jimmy, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh, that makes me not want to see it now." And I'm like, "I see. I wasn't expecting maybe because I wasn't expecting that. It actually scared the shit out of me <laughs> because and like one moment in the trailer, it's not a huge surprise yeah. really, but Kristen Wiggs, uh, uh, Aaron gets like. Oh yeah, slimed. slimed. By right. the li- not the li- well, it's our version, their version of the librarian. Yeah, the first, the, the first, first ghost, ghost in the movie. Yeah, right. And and I was expecting her getting slimed, but then mm-hmm. when like it came out, like it literally, yeah, scared the shit out well, of me. Even in the two D movie, there were a lot of people that jumped too. Well, because by the way, there was a f- decent amount of good scares in that movie too. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting yeah and I, I will say they they managed to do more jump scares than most modern horror movies do yes because they didn't telegraph it with a music cue like here's a here's some violins you know right oh, clear clearly something's about to happen right or it's a fake out nothing will happen and then something will happen i Who, mean it's who's the guy that um is the victim in the beginning of the movie uh he's in silicon valley zach woods or yeah yeah he like they, Love that guy. Oh, he, he really is so funny. Um, but I actually, this is the other thing too, is that it did feel, the pacing felt a little off, but then the buildup for it was really good. So when shit happened when it happened, yeah. my first thought was, well, is he alive? Right. And then and then it leaves it rather <laughs> ominous. And But that's what I'm saying. The pacing feels a little off just a bit by the time he, spoiler alert, Yeah, so obviously there's going to be spoilers because we're talking we're about, about, about the movie. movie. So well, if, you, good if, you, to, if you haven't heard it, well, or if you haven't seen it, don't true. you know? Pause, come back, and listen to the rest of this. After well, we you've talked seen about it. this in the opening, which we recorded already, <laughs> uh-huh, but right, it's, yeah. still, it's still important to say, <laughs> you know. Uh, but no, I mean, I just remember like that freaking me out, mm-hmm. and then the whole thing with that Bagley Junior. There was that. 
is he a ghost? Because he's been dead for 15 years. Like, oh no, that's his, that's his son. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, there were, I will say there were, there were a lot of really good jokes yes. in, in the movie, which, you know, I know there were some of the criticisms other than the misogyny, uh, you know, which, we'll just, we'll just push that aside because it's stupid and we shouldn't even acknowledge it past this point. I, I um, know, but <laughs> well, okay. Now just cause I have on this show publicly said before, I was not looking forward to this movie. Sure. So I, I, I think we should address it once and then let it be done, okay, which yeah. is, but I mean, you have a different reason for, because you have a special place in your heart for ghost, but the original ghostbusters and it, well, yes. Would you say it's not because it's an all-female cast? I mean, they could have rebooted it with an all-male cast. It's it just sucked, the fact yeah. that they're rebooting it in general when they should have or could have just simply made a sequel. There's yes. no reason. Well, and I think the way it was kind of sold was, too, and this is what really irked me, and the first trailer didn't help things. Mm-hmm. It made it very much more of a, we're here to make money, mm-hmm. not make a good movie and make money. Mm-hmm. And it was a, what can I do to entice you to go see the movie and get you riled up about it? Oh, we're just going to put all female Ghostbusters in there. That was what it came off as, not as we have a good story to tell and just so happens they're women. Mm-hmm. That is not how it came off. It came off the other way, and that yeah. is what pissed me off. Well, and I will say, at least they didn't, at least they didn't straight up, you know, call... Here's Venkman, you know, but it's a girl. Here's Egon, but it's a girl. You know, mm, like so. Yes. So it could have been way, way worse in in the in the sense that, you know, in reboot, true know, terms. So no, that's very much true. They always okay. Like uh, I've not seen the new version of the thing, but uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead pretty much plays a character like Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. I've heard, mm. and it's the same kind of thing. There's always those characters that fit those, right? You know, right? Uh, well, and you know, they didn't they didn't play it exactly the same. You know, I mean, um, yeah, there was uh, you didn't really you didn't necessarily have a Venkman type character to that extreme. I mean, because you no, can't. Yeah. You, I mean, Bill Murray is you now, can't. Now, this is a criticism I have with the movie at the end of the day. Don't you think, though, excuse me, that don't you think, though, that the movie was lacking that, though? Um, I feel like, um, I feel like they were almost sort of setting up Kristen Wiig's character to, to sort of be more abrasive, but then just I think the chemistry was just too strong between the actresses mm-hmm. that it, it, it was just, we can't really pass that certain point, okay, you know, we're we're good friends. I'm not gonna be because that's the only thing I think that irked me at the end of the day mm-hmm. is well, the, okay, I do have criticisms against the movie. Um, I, I mean, I walked out enjoying the movie though, yeah. and I was I was I'm, maybe I wasn't expecting to as much. I don't I don't know. I really did try to keep an open mind, and I mm-hmm. actually walked out. I felt that the film though, and this is where Venkman ties into this. Mm-hmm. Um, I could tell you some jokes, and they hit on a cerebral level mm-hmm. um, from the original movie. Well, I'm talking about the newer one. Okay, but but it, they're barely there, right? If I, the first one though, I can tell you about. Oh, they made mortgage jokes. There's jokes about dating. There's mm-hmm. jokes about sailors. There's jokes about you know. There there are kind of cerebral based level stuff while all fighting ghosts. This one I felt was very more slapsticky and wacky. Mm-hmm. And that's fine, but at the end of the day, if I because I, I remember right after the movie was over, I was like, I really like that part because that's what you always do when you go see a movie. Yeah, if you're with someone, yeah. I was with my fiance. I was like, I really like that part when um, oh, I, I really 
it, you know, oh, it was just kind of a slapstick <laughs> gag. Mm-hmm. Um, or that one, the only thing I can really think of cerebral, super, super cerebral, it's kind of stupid, is Chris Hemsworth's Kevin. He's so stupid. <laughs> he can't, when he doesn't want to hear something or his ears hurt, he, he yeah. m- fucks with his eyes. So bizarre. But, but the, and part of that is just for, and the, the, I mean, as a filmmaker, wannabe guy or the guy who studies that shit, mm-hmm. the reason why is the glare was on the, on the glasses. They took the glasses off and they made yeah. a joke about it. Yeah. That cracks me up on so many <laughs> levels. But, like, take that away from it and you just have right. a really stupid guy. Really stupid character. Yeah, yeah, but they don't. But here's the thing, too, is Venkman is kind of adding realism to everything. Yeah, he's, he's, he's surrounded by legitimate ghosts, yeah. but still providing almost a level of skepticism yes. that, you know and I felt like Kristen Wiig's character which in terms of the context of the movie mm-hmm. of, the, of the remake or the reboot whatever Kristen Wiig's Aaron is okay mm-hmm. but and I understand it's a completely different character but I felt like they almost spent so much more time trying to show oh hey we're, we're trying to use possible real science here yeah. that and, and I guess this is the other thing too it, it ties into this is that I remember in the first two original movies, those guys got thrown around a little bit by mm-hmm. Gozer and all those guys. But this one, like, because it's so slapsticky, when like when Abby is like riding the proton beam, right? You're laughing. It's kind of funny. Yeah. But then when she lands, that thing, and maybe it's also because I'm an adult and I'm starting to fall apart <laughs> myself. I just go, that would break my back. Yeah. How is she alive? <laughs> like, yeah. There was definitely a, a, there was definitely a sort of a Three Stooge aspect to it where, the, right. you know, it's. Uh, that would kill a normal person, but okay, I'll. Well, it, well, and here's the thing too: is that if you go by the and now, this is a really weird nerd fact. The original script for Ghostbusters, Ernie Hudson was was uh, uh, got an honorable discharge. His Winston, right? That was well, and, backstory because it was Eddie Murphy was going to play that exactly. And then when he uh, uh, Ernie Hudson signed up to do the role, he thought he was going to shoot it. He didn't do it. Long story short, too late. Uh, to me, it would make sense that there is a version of a script where he was supposed to, that was one of those big things for hiring him really early on, was they taught him maneuvers and how to roll with the punch and do stuff like that. Right. So, like, when Gozer knocks him back, it looks like they fall on their butts and then roll. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't, I mean, it looks painful. It doesn't look as bad. Yeah. This one, though, like, they, I mean, and look, I am, against I am awesome that these girls are taking a beating. That means, because uh, I, again, pro-feminism, yeah. go, that's yeah. awesome. They deserve to take take the punches like we do. <laughs> but, but, even if, well, even that's, that's a bad phrase, I apologize. Let's, let's cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to cut that out. <laughs> that's too lazy. But no, even but, if, even if, it, even if the cast was males, I would have the same reaction. Oh, like, yes. Oh, there's no way they would survive that. What? If they brought the original guys back, it would, it would be even worse. Mm-hmm. If, but if it was all young guys like Seth Rogen yeah. or whoever they would think of, Franco, whoever, I would feel the same way. I'm like, mm-hmm. those guys look like they're like my back would be break my, oh, yeah. I would be broken yeah. like uh, you know then we'd have to fucking watch the dark knight part of <laughs> ghostbusters that no one wants to see right but um but I just feel like in retrospect that that was my only super major thing that I felt was a little off mm-hmm. was there was nobody I mean they had some third act problems yeah to uh so uh, f- if you haven't seen the movie yet and you're still listening cuz you don't mind spoilers the general idea is that ghosts are coming out but they're kind of being triggered about mm-hmm. uh like they're uh, it's not a natural phenomenon and yes. it's not even not even like a gozer type thing it's some dude using science mm-hmm. to 
release ghosts. Right. And his name, uh, the character's name is uh, uh, Rowan, mm-hmm. played by Neil Casey. And uh, he's just kind of been kind of like Abby and Aaron, who is Melissa McCarthy and Kristen Wiig. He's been kind of shit on his whole entire life and his way of, and he read their book. Right. That they released. That's kind of where he got most of the science from. Right. Which that's, like, that's a cool, cool tie. To- it is, but it, I don't know. Like it feels like there was no, I don't know. It, he kind of still, he's not, his bad. motivation wasn't as strong. Yeah, you know, I th- I feel like there was a scene that was left out somewhere because because you kind of get a glimpse of it in the book that they look through, like yes. his notes, where you can see basically his plan is he's going to, un- you know, unleash all these ghosts, you know, these ghosties, mm-hmm. and then then he himself will become a ghost and then lead the ghosts, and you know that's yes. how he's going to take his revenge on the world by. By he can't he can't rule as a human, so he'll rule as a ghost. Which yeah, you know, again, uh, this is most. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's where they were going with it. This is me just inferring it from the pages that they, yes. they flip through in that well, one scene. Yeah, um, it also felt like he was going to be working for a higher god, a higher like uh uh, uh oh, how am I if I'm going to say this right? I'm not Ray Stans. Outer dimensional being, right? And yeah. and he was going to get that power from him, and mm-hmm. then and lead them to whatever. And then halfway, I guess that's why I'm saying halfway through it, it then just becomes I'm going to lead them, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. So I'm, I'd be I'm definitely interested to see if there were any deleted scenes mm-hmm. uh, other than the the end credits, which we'll get to. Yes, um, oh, but that was but uh, you know otherwise I feel overall you know the story was was pretty cohesive. Uh, there have yeah. definitely been a lot for especially for a comedy. Comedies generally don't have very strong like there'll be one act that's that's like or one conflict that's just resolved with a snap of a finger and you're like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. Well, a- and the mayor thing was a little uh, I didn't I mean <laughs> it, it worked when you're watching it, but yeah. if, if you even hold it up, I mean, hell, just barely any scrutiny to it. You're just like well, okay. <laughs> it almost seemed like, hey, this actor is available. Oh, we also have uh, Cecily Strong. Let's find a way to fit them in. Yeah. Uh, or, or just more, or even more sort of an, an homage to the original. Like, well, we have to have a mayor kind right. of thing. But, like, and I guess that's the other thing, too, is that, and this maybe ties back into the Vankman thing a little bit, mm-hmm. is that it just feels like once they get to one point, it's almost, I, I, I call it, this is me. I call it Disney's Beauty and the Beast syndrome, mm-hmm. which is you spend the first half of the movie doing a great job. Like the pacing is on fire, but you're still setting everything up in a very beautiful way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh oh, we got to end the movie in 15 to 25 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Let's get them. And she just magically loves the beast. Like, there yeah. is no, like, look, you can show me a fucking song and that's great <laughs> and all. But that is actually what the passing of what, two days? Right. And then she ain't going to fucking fall in love with the beast that fast. Yeah. Same kind of thing. It's like, uh oh, the mayor says some stuff. Uh, he doesn't believe in the Ghostbusters, mm. and but they're still going to let them do things, which. What the fuck? No, that doesn't like that. Actually, any believability the movie was going for took it. Oh, the mannequin sequence scared the shit out of me. Yeah, because I that is up there with you're a Doctor Who guy. Yeah, it reminded me of the fucking angels. Oh, and yeah. it creeped me out. And I'm just sitting there going like, don't turn the head, don't turn the head. And started just turning yeah. the head. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> like yeah. As soon as she walked down, I'm like, nope. No, you're right. You're right. You're just, 
Yeah, because uh, Patty uh, uh, Leslie Jones, she which she did a really good job. Yeah, um, and I will say this too: I uh, Melissa McCarthy um, usually plays, and 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 this is ties into this movie a little bit. Paul Feig is the director of most of the, her movies. Um, I feel like all her movies are one big fat joke. And look, I, I whatever, I get it because that's what will sell tickets. But and I rewatched Spy the other day. Because I was told, oh, it's not as bad. Have you seen Spy? Uh, no, it's on my list of things to watch, though. Um, I'm, this is not really a major spoiler, but they kind of make fun of the fact that apparently she was like a badass in training school, but mm-hmm. she did it to follow Jude Law. Mm-hmm. And so she became a desk jockey because she loved Jude Law, mm-hmm. who, right. And right. so really, like literally, if she's un, like if you let her unchecked, she could fucking destroy a room of bad guys because mm-hmm. she's that badass. Yeah. But she's kind of out of it a little bit. And, and so when there's nothing else to do but put her into the field, ha, 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 mm-hmm. comedy ensues, they give her like, oh, you're the crazy fat cat lady. You're the uh, crazy fat piano teacher. Mm-hmm. Ha, 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 ha. Okay, yeah. right. This one, they did not do that. That's true. And I was very pleased with that. And usually almost all of Paul Feig's uh, movies <laughs> do that. Braid's made. She's yeah. the yeah. Now I haven't seen the boss yet, so I don't know if they make any jokes. Was about... that Paul Feig though? Um, I don't know, but I did want to see that because I like uh, I do like her, and yeah. I also like Kristen Bell. Oh, I love Kristen. Is, Bell. is it Kristen Bell? I sometimes yeah, get the it. names mm-hmm. confused, even though that's the Veronica worst thing Mars. Ever. Yes, yep. Veronica Mars. Yep. She's well, it. Kristen Stewart. She's not a good actress. She does the biting lip thing, but then because mm-hmm. that's the bigger name, I go Kristen Stewart, and it's like she was in Veronica. Oh no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Kristen Bell. She likes sloths. It's yes. adorable. I could keep her in my pocket and just say, "Make me smile today." Talk mm-hmm. about sloths. Yep. Okay. Dax Shepard. Tell Aww. me about your relationship with Dax. It's the best ever. <laughs> you can just throw. Like, the- you know what? I don't even care. I love their commercials. Yes. They're like. That's that's amazing. You could just follow them around anywhere. It's like it's like I just want to see you eat. Just just mm-hmm. be you know yeah. just whatever. Feed each other lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was really pleased with. Um, yeah, they 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 stayed away from and and they stayed away from like fat jokes for her. Yes. And there was only really one scene where Leslie Jones was really very Leslie Jonesy. You know, her really, really just, like, yeah. loud or screaming they kind it of out. thing. Yeah, like, you know, the the scene where, uh, again, spoilers if you haven't seen it, mm-hmm. um, although if you've seen any trailers, it's not, um, where, where Melissa McCarthy's uh, character gets um, oh, possessed. possessed, and she, you know, get out of my friend! And she smacks her, and, uh, like, that, that's really, that is really the... The most Leslie Jones she gets in the movie, I think. There is that one other scene in the yeah, they, well, in the and, concert, and they kind of point. Well, they kind of point out to it before when she like just shows up there. Mm-hmm. She's been there the whole time, and okay, that's kind of funny. But she's like, oh yeah, I'm just loud, and I just I'm a New Yorker though. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you're like, okay, okay, yeah. So and you know, I I know that people don't like that shtick. Uh, so I to thought speak. it worked, um, but yeah, in this case, I think you know. Matter of fact, I hate you know. I I don't hate to say it. I'm very pleased to say it. I actually thought her and uh, 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 Jillian Kate uh, uh, McKinnon mm-hmm. were kind of the heart and soul of the movie. Really, Kate McKinnon is just an absolute gem. She is man. Her Holtzman was just like phenomenal, and and uh, you know she's she's obviously. Uh, part of the uh, LGBT uh, Q crowd. Okay, I did not know that. Um, okay, I I certainly got that 
Now maybe I'm just projecting. Oh, you mean her character. Or the yeah, actress? Her I thought you meant the actress. And well, I was she, like, the oh. actress. She's she's a lesbian in real life. Oh, I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, so, so maybe yeah. just knowing that I was projecting that onto her character, sure. but um, it definitely seemed like there was she was flirting with um, Kristen Wiig's character. Yes. Um, okay. And okay. so, but but I think they they had they weren't necessarily allowed to say it because i i think like you said china's very restrictive on things like that mm-hmm. um so even if it were able to get through for being about ghosts i think it absolutely would not have if she was an openly gay character That's so true. i okay i will say though because i didn't know what to expect from her i would say the first five minutes she was on the screen i did not she was just annoying <laughs> to me until i realized oh mm-hmm. Then my first fear was, oh god, this is how she is the rest of the movie. Yeah, she's almost like the Alan from The Hangover, but she's a scientist, right? And right. then halfway through, you're like, you know what? This is kind of charming. I yeah. really, and and again, the the whole time, the first moment the movie really clicked for me, like 100, percent was the rock concert because mm-hmm. it's the first time they're in a team, they're in the they're in the thing, and I mean, they really are working together as a group, and it's yeah. really and it is kind of fun. But she like oh the whole thing like it was kind of scary. Yeah. Patty again, her and Patty and Holtzman were just they were hysterical. Oh yeah, and uh, I, and the the thing one of the things I really loved about the movie is um, so generally in in any uh, thing <laughs> I I really enjoy when science is used um, yes. and used cleverly and used interestingly. Um, so that's why I know I know it's not a very popular opinion, but mm-hmm. I liked Star Trek Voyager. Simply because it was a science vessel, and I like that. Like it wasn't just all about just war. And uh, I know everybody. We just lost the entire audience. I'm sorry. Oh no. But no, I mean, I'm not saying it's the best series. I'm just saying I personally liked it more than most people do, just sure. because it has. It was a very science driven. Like, hey, cool. I like that. Yeah. Um. So any any thing where they do science like that's why donatello is one of my favorite ninja turtles is because not only because he uses a bow staff but because he does the science stuff and you know and all that that's and so this movie i was really really excited to see all the cool ways they wound up using the proton streams and stuff like it wasn't just fire the proton beam at the ghost (laughs) and wrangle it into a trap which by the way the traps are pretty awesome yes but just on top of that it you know the cool different ways that she like the um the fists yes um the like didn't they have like a whip at some point too the whip of, uh, slash i i called him i it was almost the moment and it and it's by sony too it's the yeah. it almost looked like the grasshopper yeah remember it was the little gun that she yeah, gave yeah, yeah. Kristen wig so don't, Aaron, use that. <laughs> don't use that yet but you, you use it later and it'll be great and i'm like mm-hmm. okay check off's gun <laughs> right and uh and of course she using it packed like a fucking punch oh yeah it's really yeah so um but no like all her um oh i will say and this is jumping head to the credits a bit the thing that you see in the trailer which it looks like it's going to be the ghost yeah trap it looks like a big bear trap yeah that doesn't show up until the end credit sequence at the very 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 end right which is but that's again still freaking cool i'd love to see that get used you know oh yeah by the way i also kind of felt like they went for broke mm-hmm. um which is good and bad Good because okay, well, how are they gonna? Where are they gonna top, create yeah. the top of this in the second one? But um, uh, so Stay Puff does make an appearance in the movie a little bit, a little bit, and it's actually kind of cool. A, yeah, it's a good little. But I, it makes me sad because 
they do the giant guy over New York thing yeah. with Rowan, which is, which the way they did it wasn't too, it wasn't as horrible when I heard about it and I saw it because mm-hmm. I got spoiled accidentally because I think, uh, not, I think New York Comic Con, they released the toy for Rowan yeah. and it said this is the final bad guy, but not a final prototype or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're like, and you look at it and you're like, and it's like new giant size Rowan, uh, yeah. final bad guy in the film who tackles and stands over the ghost, but you're like, why is it the fucking Ghostbusters logo? And the way you, when it, you watch the movie unfold, that's I'll be the honest. Form. The first the first time I the first time I saw a, a trailer with it in there, not knowing what it was, I didn't know what it was. I thought it was just a weird stay, stay puffed. puffed kind of a thing. And it wasn't until I read something that was like, oh, it's the logo. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, I guess I see it now that you said it, but. Honestly, if you wouldn't have said it, I don't know that I would have gotten got there. <laughs> right. And but when you when you watch it in context of the movie, it's not as bad. Yeah, it makes it makes sense. I, I did I, I think the the texture of it was a little weird to me because it almost looked like it was fabric. Yes. Like, almost like a burlap sack kind of a fabric, but oh. like it's a it's a ghost, so it should be And this is an interesting thing to me. So so everyone's favorite receptionist, Kevin, mm. who is a giant idiot. He gets possessed after leaving Abby's, uh, Melissa McCarthy's Abby, goes straight into Kevin, and then Kevin does his evil stuff. And um, at one point, he gets on top of the building, which is, <laughs> it's kind of the the big, like, they all have to make their way through the town, kind of mm-hmm. like in the original movie, to this one building, and where Kevin's at, or yep. Rowan. Rowan Kevin. Kevin Rowan. Whatever. Right, right. right. And uh, he freezes everybody in this weird, like, staying alive pointing yeah. dance pose and your first thought is oh is there a dance no, okay no dance number in the context of the movie yeah when they get there he turns into the big thing he comes out of the building and it looks like he steps on everybody I know and then you're like well shit wait and then you see some of those people kind of alive at the end you're like well wait did yeah, did, did he did he kill them or huh. or what <laughs> That that kind of that really bugged the fuck out of me because then you see him like squish a car and you're like, well, well, they wish they should have died. If they they should have yeah. died if they did. Right. But um, the dance number, the dance number. Yeah. Right. So so uh, I saw I saw this was my friend Cody. Yes. Um, and literally as soon as that scene happened, so so he gets up on the building. There's a whole squad of police and SWAT, and they're mm-hmm. all like pointing guns at him and whatever. And then he does this he does this move, and they all like freeze into like a staying alive kind of a yep. position and then and I was like oh and then it sort of cuts away I'm like okay well clearly they cut out some big sequence mm-hmm. and uh, you do you get to see it. it there's a dance number and you get to see it he's sort of controlling them um, and then he, you know he does moves and then they dance and you can um, kind of see Rowan having fun with Kevin yeah. and really you just see Chris Hemsworth fucking <laughs> hamming it up right. beautifully oh yeah also who's the dude from The Wire he was in Community um, he was also in Boardwalk Empire he has the scar on his face I think he played Omar oh yeah he I... is in Ghostbusters mm-hmm. and what's really tragically sad him and Matt Walsh I can't remember the actor's name but him and Matt Walsh are like the goons to the mayor right and they're one of the ones that are in the front of the building and the the joy and you didn't really see it as much in the from what you could tell in the credits mm-hmm. you saw a lot of Matt Walsh but not of, of the other guy yeah but just the joy of seeing him do a funky <laughs> stupid fucking dance mm-hmm. would have even made it more funny oh, and yeah. of course Paul Feig said I think uh, uh, the Monday after it came out that it it just the it, everyone loved it but then yeah. it, like it just stopped the pacing yeah of the movie he, he and, said that it, it didn't test well and that yeah it uh, it 
just the, yeah, it killed it killed the momentum of that final thing, which I, I would agree with. I think I, I think oh, yeah. they would have kept it in. Um, however, uh, I am glad they put it in the credits. Yes, me too. And the reason they did is because apparently that one scene cost like a million dollars to shoot, so they sort of felt like they had to. Oh well, thank God yeah. for that. Thank God it. Yeah. Thank God for a million dollar price tag. Right. Because, but also it actually made it fun to watch the credits. Oh yeah. Well, and plus, if you haven't seen it already and you're still around. Definitely wait because there is an after credit scene. Mm-hmm. I know that a lot of people, if it's not a Marvel movie, you just leave when the credits yes. start rolling. But well, I, I mean, I figure, hey, you know what? You're there. Hopefully, you're in a comfortable seat. Get the most out of your money. Stay yes. till the very end. You never know. Worst case, there's not going to be anything there, and it's going to be easier to get out of the theater. Or best so. case, maybe Patty hears, uh, you know, Zool. Exactly. Don't know. I don't know. Which that made me. But see, that made me really sad because if Zool comes, mm-hmm. how are you going to do Stay Puff Marshmallow Man? Now they could always say, "Well, she's remembered it. Remembered from it from being squished yeah. from the." But I'm like, yeah. I but feel you like though, if, the, if they do that, though, I feel like they should go a different way, like the Pillsbury Doughboy, or you know, uh, a giant, like something, they don't necessarily have to do it that way. And I, I think true. now that, now that they've gotten this first one out of the way, that's, you that's know, as long as they enough. don't follow the same beats as the first one, where like, like, or well, as the second one, where, uh, you know, at the, at the end of the first movie, they're heroes. Yay. And then the second movie, it's like everyone forgotten who they are. Like, Really? Well, I don't feel like the second that. one. They didn't really forget per se. It's just that they're very. They got sued by the city, and no mm-hmm. one likes them anymore. Yeah, but, but I get. I get. Yeah. I totally get. You, you know, saying. like I think if they just skip that and just kind of go for, yes. you know, like plus, you know, it's a perfect opportunity to have other guest stars, other celebrities come in and be like, hey, you know, it could almost be sort of like an anchorman thing where yes. you just have like hey we're from the you know the boston from the boston chapter okay. you know like so you and i and in dallas at a rehearsal for it's all been done talked about this before i mentioned it to you guys did you mm-hmm. ever read I max did. landis mm-hmm. okay the ending of okay that like i i get emotional thinking of that sometimes because honestly kate mccann could have played egon's daughter mm-hmm. and, and by the way all the ghostbusters make an appearance the original group make an appearance in the movie and the most touching Except for Rick one Moranis. well okay that's true <laughs> but see i don't consider him a ghostbuster though because he never came well okay he came back in the second one but no one gives a shit about lewis tolley <laughs> like he's funny in the first one because he's the fucking key he's the gatekeeper Keymaster, Keymaster, yeah. T- yeah, 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 yeah. Keymaster, gatekeeper, yeah, but he's yeah, a dog. Right, right. <laughs> One time you're on, I turned into a dog, and they saved me. This <laughs> is like, good job, Lewis. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, no, actually, I love Rick Moranis. As a matter of fact, if he would have shown up, I would have loved that, that been, too. Yeah. But um, the, the Harold Ramis one was, and you could tell. Um, I was with my mother, God love her. She did not get it was Harold Ramis, but she's but she's not yeah. like me. She pays attention to that stuff. But like even my fiance, who uh, is not a huge fan, she was like, "That was Harold Ramis, wasn't?" It? And I was yeah. like, "The yes. the the statue, the, the yeah." Bust. And they just yeah. focus on it. And now now someone was it you that asked me or was like, "Did you notice if it said Egon Spengler on it?" And I was like, "Oh, I don't know." No, I didn't. But but I thought, I thought it was you or somebody asked me. He's like, "Well, did it say Egon Spengler?" And I was like, "Oh, I don't know that." that I hope not. Really, I, I kind of cool. It would be. It would be cool although 
you know that would mess then up it, then the it'd be weird, yeah weird. the continuity of the universe well kind of it could be it could be like the ultimate universe in marvel which is um this is a side universe where <laughs> actually that would be pretty interesting that's actually a theory out there is that um you know how they, they went into the ghost portal mm-hmm. uh where that basically th- there's 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 a couple different theories but one is that this universe this. This awesome. like this universe that that we saw in this movie mm-hmm. is basically like um the universe that's in the containment of the original movies like something like so every time they deposit ghosts from the original movie they they get deposited into like this universe which that'd be kind of interesting that would be kind of cool yeah and that way you could always you know, if you yeah, yeah. Well, I I just really but like. But there's no way you're getting Bill Murray no, back. For, no, you're not. Because for those who don't know, he does show up and they, he gets brutally killed. <laughs> yeah, just like he always wanted, which is so stupid. <laughs> but well, here's the thing though. If he, if uh, this is what makes me really sad. So, have you played the video game? Absolutely. The video game is phenomenal. He came back for that. He did. So everyone, came everyone back came it, back, yeah. and it was a script by Ramus and Aykroyd mm-hmm. with the game makers probably doing their yeah. thing. Um, which, I think that would have been a phenomenal movie. It was. And matter of fact, if people say the third movie, I think that officially considers it. But yeah. to see uh, what... I would have really loved to see what Landis... Mm-hmm. Landis's version, which is... To, this is what made me think of this, is that the general idea is that the Ghostbusters, um, they've actually s- captured all the ghosts in the world to the point where they kind of put themselves out of business. Mm-hmm. To, there's two chapters. There's an LA and a New York one. The New York one has Ray Stance, and he's kind of... Re- kind of going crazy reliving the glory days then you have the LA chapter which is like full of really super hot young comedians of the day like he probably wouldn't do it because he doesn't like to act but Chris Harwick would probably be one of them Olivia Munn mm-hmm. uh, matter of fact I think he says in the treatment uh, that, imagine Olivia Munn playing this role yeah. and like other big super hot comedians like Donald Glover would probably be oh, yeah. one of those guys too I, Yeah, but the whole idea is that it's, it's for show mm-hmm. and the New York one is actually full of people who actually want to bust ghosts but there's no ghost to bust right. um, and one of them is Egon's daughter who Egon and this is why I'm saying it's very kind of cerebral think thought joke which is uh, Egon transcended to a higher plane of existence <laughs> This is by accident when fighting a ghost <laughs> uh-huh. and leaving just Ray. And then Bill uh, Venkman took the money and ran, and so did Ernie. Uh, so did Winston. But Winston became a millionaire and like, ran a company and did whatever. Mm-hmm. But they franchised out. If you ever read the treatment, I'm gonna let that. I want that surprise to be in really because it's really good to read it. But mm-hmm. at the end of it, though. Um, all the different chapters of Ghostbusters, it was supposed to be a who's who's of comedian, like Louis, uh, C.K. Lewis, or Louis C.K., mm-hmm. um, Patton Oswalt. Yeah. These, like, he throws names out there, and you're like, oh, that would have been sweet. Seth Rogen, if you do want to do that too. Everybody just kind of comes up, and they, they help fight the bad guy at the end, and, yeah. which I think is Evo Shandor. And you're yeah. just like, ties all of it together. Freaking great. And but the Venkman joke would be which is great. You can use it if he doesn't want to do it, which is they call for backup. Mm-hmm. Venkman looks at the phone and I think he throws it into the ocean. I was like, you know, you can just use a stand-in for that. You don't need Venkman, <laughs> that's the greatest part. Right, right. Yeah. And that way Venkman doesn't die. Yeah. Nah. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I think I, yeah. I think uh you know when when Patty kept referencing her uncle. Oh yeah. After I, after the after the second time she said it, I was like, I wonder if no. no and then then happen. then uh, then he saw Aykroyd and I was like oh and then she mentioned him again I was like oh it's I think I know who it is 
And uh, mad props for, uh, well, actually, it makes complete sense because he actually buys into this shit, mm-hmm. uh, which, whatever, good for him. I'm not going to knock your beliefs, man. Sure. Uh, uh, but uh, Aykroyd plays a taxi driver, and it's like, can you take us downtown to where all the ghosts are at? He's like, oh, there's a bunch of uh, Class 5 vapors running around. I ain't afraid of no ghosts, but I'm not doing that. Yeah. And you're just like, he said it! He said something Ghostbuster related. <laughs> so, yeah, um, which is just so bizarre. He really does believe in some of that. But see, that may... Okay, uh, do you ever read Hellboy? Uh, no, or I've read of it? it? The movie, yeah. yeah. Mike Magnolia, uh, if I'm saying that right, he actually did research into like... Uh, okay, I, I pronounce it Cthulhu. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I heard other people pronounce it differently, but Cthulhu and those old elder gods and yeah. all that. But I'm just like, who fucking writes books on this shit? Yeah, because some yeah. people are they're writing it kind of like Tobin Spirit Guide kind of thing, <laughs> right? Right. And and but I'm just but but he him and Belushi I think did a bunch of mushrooms, LSD, and acid, and just drove around the country and they wrote Blues Brothers and the original Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. It's like a three thousand page script or something like that. <laughs> it's bizarre, but that's what those movies are based after. But he. I, I don't know. Ackroyd, I've heard, found some of the stuff, and I don't know. It's just, it's truly it's, bizarre. Yeah, it's, it's awesome, though. But I do. I love it. Well, as a writer, though, part of me was like, I'd like to see some of that. Just right? so I can be like, what the fuck are you referencing? <laughs> let, me, let me see what kind of, what things, why did you have to cut out? Because. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. If, if you, here, okay, here's the other thing, too. If you get vodka from an alien crystal skull, but how do you have so many of them to sell? <laughs> like that bothers me so much. Cause supposedly it's from a real alien crystal or alien yeah. skull, which is made of crystal. And you're like, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> but he believes in that stuff. Right. right. I, it's, it, it, it's bizarre to me. But so. yeah, I mean, I, I think it is a, it is a good movie. Yes. It's um, a very good movie. Um, I think it's definitely worth. Uh, I generally don't rec. Uh, there are some movies where I will say, just wait until it comes out on DVD mm-hmm. or wait till it's on Netflix. Um, if it's that, yeah, yeah. yeah. This one I would say Wolf Cop would, is a good example. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I would say this one, you know, it's worth going to see in theaters. Um, you know, maybe don't spend fifteen dollars on like the fair enough. The, you IMAX. know, super extra, whatever. Sure. Or do. I mean, if you want to get, you know, get the most out of if you're already spending, what is it now, $12 to see yeah. the movie, you know, what's another three? I, I wouldn't mind going to go see it again, to be honest with yeah. you, in theaters. And I wouldn't mind actually see, see it in 3D again, maybe, mm. maybe even the IMAX version, because I, I saw in, like, the ultra screen with the IMAX 3D. I mean, yeah. I just saw normal 3D. Um, but... Uh, which I wasn't expecting to say that, which, you yeah, know, I, that's good. Yeah. And, and granted, I also saw, well, that's the other thing too. Well, I saw a man a, so it was like, I think eight bucks yeah. plus whatever the stubs card. Now, I will say they, they have already basically confirmed that there is going to be a sequel. Um, yeah, they haven't officially said it, but I think, um, they've all sort of hinted and said like, like, hey, yeah. oh, do you think there's going to be a sequel? And they're like, I don't know. Well, and the studio executive is like, well, it's not giving the numbers we really wanted, but right. uh, I think it's pretty safe to say there's going to be a sequel. And I'm like, okay, I know. Which I'm happy. I, I honestly, I think, I think, uh, you know, now because any, any, mm-hmm. I'm not against sequels. Yeah, but you know, you gotta. It's just like a pilot on a on a TV show. You know, yes. the pilot. You gotta watch the second episode because, first of all, the pilot's almost always 
tonally different. Mm-hmm, uh, well, it's it, oftentimes it's tonally different than than the rest of the show. And two, um, you know, in the pilot, you got to do a lot of setup. You got to introduce your characters. You got to introduce their relationships. You got to introduce like their personalities. And then in the second episode, you, you can just dive into the story. Um, so, right. like in like sequels, you know, yeah, you can please spend the time to build up your villain. Right, Thor. Thor two. Well, Thor two was I. The the the. the, the, We're getting off topic, but a little bit. But but I feel like the the second the second Thor movie, the villain was just very like why? What do you? I don't. I don't really. What's your? But but I guess okay. Now throwing Avengers: Age of Ultron in there. Mm. (laughs) Because no, this is interesting thing. So. I didn't mind. Uh, Thor was okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't love Thor. You could tell like they didn't have a lot of money to do it, as compared to like maybe some of the other films. Because again, they were still working their way up the pole. Right. Um, they knew they were doing Avengers, and that's probably what they were going to do everything at, and they did really. But um, but honestly, Thor, if anything, was a very good prologue. Oh yeah. For the Avengers, and by the time you see Avengers, Loki's badass yeah. like even in, he's a bad guy he's badass and so honestly thor 2 though i really didn't think it was it was as much as the villain as it was jane and then also loki um yeah. that weird relationship they they kind of delve into that I, the bad you're right the bad guy just he's just kind of there and goes i'm here to blow shit up and yeah which is a good. bummer because yeah he was the doctor w- so i wanted him to anytime any former doctor is anything i'm like yeah so that's you know yeah that's partly why I love Jessica Jones so much. Well, I mean, other than it's a really freaking awesome show. Well, that's that, the thing that bugged me out about uh, Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. I guess is the the thing that really just irked me the fuck out was you have James Spader fucking chewing scenery as Ultron, mm-hmm. and he's the best part of that movie. And it's Joss Whedon dialogue too, so it's just like it's like a one-two punch. Oh yeah, but you kind of feel like it, there should have been more, you kind of wish that they, you would have had one more movie mm-hmm. before this is what it came into. Like, I would have loved it if they didn't kill him off at the end. Now granted, they didn't, they left it very open mm-hmm. because again, he kills him, but you leave it open that vision could have had some humanity and let Ultron survive. Right. We don't know. Cause it's his dad. Mm, basically well, yeah. him and Thor are mommy and daddy. <laughs> um, one looks like a girl. One doesn't. Uh, <laughs> Oh, uh, Thor's the dad. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of weird mom do you have? <laughs> well, he can recalibrate his parts around. Uh, <laughs> that's true. Ultron can. That's, that's um, and Yeah. <laughs> the thing about being an eminent, you can just do whatever you want. Uh, no, but, it, it just, you know, that just kind of irked me that uh, a lot of people, if they hated the Ultron, they mm-hmm. bitched about the villain and, or Ultron. I'm like, yeah. I thought Ultron was was well a good villain it's just he didn't have a lot of time like in Avengers you're like you kind of spent like right now you spent four hours with Loki mm-hmm. you know enough of his motivations to know what's going right. on he's just a he's a spoiled little brat of a kid yeah. who just is upset that someone else got his way and he's just gonna take the world down in the pro- I don't know yeah. uh, sorry but but no, that, that's fascinating that you would yeah so I, I just I hope that I hope that in the sequel that you know now that we know all the characters that we get a little more time just to, you know, discover the villain, learn about whoever it winds up being, or mm-hmm. it, whatever it winds up being, because it might not be a person. 
Um, I would like to see. You know what they could do? They could bring one of the original real Ghostbuster villains out out because they've never seen the light of day in the movie. Version. I'll tell you what. It's like Sandman let's, or. Uh, I was gonna say let's let's assume let's assume that that the second one is Zool and and Gozer. Okay, sure. That'd be fine. I'd be okay with that. If they do that though, you know the third one has to be the Boogeyman. Absolutely has to be the Boogeyman oh, from the cartoon. Or, yes, oh. the Boogeyman. Yeah. Oh, so terrifying. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. Or, or see, or build up to Gozer. Yeah, that's what I would. Now, begin. My writer mind would be like, you build up to Gozer mm-hmm. because that's what everybody, excuse me, really loves is Gozer. Yeah, but um, because I'm sorry, uh, what's his name? Vigo was okay. I, again, the build was up original. To, I mean, well, the build up to Vigo was really good, but then the final battle was oh, we gotta we gotta cross the, the streams. Okay, another little complaint. Sorry. They, so <laughs> about about the, the Ghostbusters movie, uh-huh. the new one. So I am fine with you're not gonna cross the streams. Yeah. But when you say shit that's technically saying we're gonna cross the streams, shut the fuck up. Um, they didn't say they did, don't cross the streams. No, though. but they said that it would cause the same. Whatever they were going to do was going to cause the same type of thing that would happen that happened at the end of the first movie, which is a total proton reversal. Ah, so there's a big portal that opens yeah, up, yeah. and they, they need to close it. And uh, I think I think it's Abby who says it, um, and you're like, okay, <laughs> okay, really. Just at, no, at that point, it's just like commit to saying cross the fucking streams. <laughs> but see, they didn't. They they exploded they did. the tank on the top of the car. Which... They did, and I I don't I, know. I feel like it's just like you, you go all out away from it, or you just go fully commit. It's the one I'll say the one thing that did bother me the most, and it's a really dumb thing, and I have no explanation on why it bothered me so much. Um, there was a female Slimer. I'm okay. That did bug me. I'm yes. okay that Slimer was in the movie. Like, okay, cool. I, I sort of expected it. Um, but then they were just driving, and then there was just a, a female Slimer. And it was basically just a carbon copy of Slimer with, like, a wig, a wig on and makeup, I think. Which, how does that work? But... <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> At that point, by that point in the movie, you're like, I, well, yeah, yeah. why not? <laughs> well, I was really excited to see Slimer because yeah. you know, matter of fact, there was a part of me that really felt like it was like a, a, a almost a nod to the the real Ghostbusters. Yeah, because he was almost talking, mm-hmm. but not really. Yeah, but but and then he drove the he car. Drove car. <laughs> he drove the car, which is <laughs> like really the only cool. the only way it could have gotten better if he was a bus driver. <laughs> oh right, right, just from the second one. <laughs> right. But but no, you're right. Uh, that I I I was not a fan of that yeah. i you know but again it, it didn't really take anything out of the movie at the end of the day but no you're 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 100 right yeah that, that was the, not but again like overall i would say i'm 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 happy with the movie you know there were a couple things that were just sort of like eee. but then mm-hmm. yeah just that one thing was just sort of like uh i don't like this yeah but i uh, know overall i would say uh go see it yes um and hope that the you know hope for the wait for the second one yeah because i think it's gonna be good and uh let us know your thoughts uh email us at goodbaggeeky at gmail.com or tweet me at good just goodbaggeeky mm. or uh hell instagram me a picture and tag me in it sure why not good sure. bag geeky um so uh thanks shane for doing our show Absolutely. and uh we will see you in episode 302 Good time to tell you
Jesus! Do have some coffee with cream or something, because I'll tell you something. This is a happy place. <laughs>